Hello everyone and welcome back to the Grammy, the BAFTA, the Oscar winning podcast, self-interrupted with your host, Kit Costello. You guys, it's the last episode of Self-Interrupted Season 1. Stop crying. Stop crying! Because you'll make me start crying, bestie. I am shocked that season one has already come to an end. It's episode 21. It feels like maybe a month and a half ago I started this podcast, but it's been almost six months. Six months since I started this podcast, which is so crazy. I just, I'm honestly shocked. It just feels like yesterday I was doing a photo shoot for the podcast with my friend. I was getting nervous to post it on my Instagram. And then I posted the trailer, you know, it's just, it's, it's insane that like we're coming to an end and we're wrapping up season one. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Season one has been so incredible and I'm so honored that people care about this podcast and you guys listen to it and you have your own little relationship with this podcast. You know, you kind of like intertwine it into your life in your own specific ways. And I really, really appreciate that. And I really cherish that. I genuinely do. And I think it's just really, really cool. So I don't know, this last episode, a little bit emotional, let's be clear. It's just a little bit like, ah, like, I'm not going to be doing this every Sunday now. You know, it's currently quarter past three on a Sunday afternoon. The sun is shining. Tomorrow I'm going to be editing this and I, I'm just not going to be doing this for like a, I don't know, a couple months until season two, um, which I'm really excited to, you know, get back in to podcasting. I haven't even stopped yet. I haven't even had my break. But once I get back into season two, I think I'm just really excited to like come back bigger, better, more experienced. And I'm sure in those few months that I might have off, I'm gonna have stories to come back and share with you guys. And I don't know, there's just gonna be a lot to tell you. And I'm really excited about that. For the last episode, I already feel myself putting a bit of pressure on myself for it to be perfect. And I don't want to, you know, self-interrupted is meant to be like very chill, laid back. And I'm just talking to you guys, you guys are my besties. And funnily enough, we actually charted, this is like really off topic, but we actually charted in the UK for the first time since the podcast debuted. We actually charted last week in the UK, which is really, really cool. So I really appreciate the UK listeners and all the listeners where we've charted in so many countries, which is so crazy. But yeah, I just wanted to say that just to, you know, I just thought it was really cute and kind of like a little bit of like a nice send off for season one to chart just at the end, like it charted at the beginning. For this final episode, I wanted to do something kind of special and just kind of like honoring the podcast because I was thinking of like, you know, fun ideas, but none of them really like worked. I feel like I just wanted to wrap up this season. And I think talking about the makings of Self-Interrupted is a perfect way to do it. So I'm gonna be talking about how I came up with Self-Interrupted, all the different names. But before I get into the makings of Self-Interrupted, I wanna talk and catch you guys up on my past week because it has been crazy. Maybe we're not breaking tradition on the last episode. Of course, I'm gonna catch you up on my week. I walked three runways last week, which was just crazy. I walked one on Tuesday and I walked two on Thursday. And they were all for the same designer at Central St. Martins. Central St. Martins had their BA fashion show, which is like the last show that these designers, I've done like a three year course at Central St. Martins that they do. And the show on Tuesday was for the family, which I was very graciously hired for. And the show on Thursday was two shows back to back for press, okay? Which was just, Thursday was like a complete, it was a chaotic experience where I'm pretty sure I dissociated. But Tuesday, let's start with her. Because on Tuesday, I didn't know that I was booked for the Thursday shows, okay? Tuesday, the call time, 8 a.m. Oh, I'm screaming. No, let's be honest, okay? It's Tuesday, it's 8 a.m. What are we doing? 
Why am I in London right now? Why am I about to walk a runway? You know, these are the questions I'm asking myself. But anyway, before I got there, I woke up, okay? I woke up at about like 6 a.m., got myself ready. I've talked on this podcast and on TikTok before about like, like the imposter syndrome that I get as a model. I feel like a lot of models are very effortless. And I think I talked about this last week or the week before that I was at a shoot and some models felt really, really effortless and I didn't feel like I was being effortless. So this day, I made it my mission to be somewhat effortless, which also I feel like kind of, it juxtaposes itself if I'm trying to be effortless. If you're trying to be effortless, And then you're like, okay, how can I look effortless? It's like, okay, babe, I woke up early, I got ready and I threw on what I felt was comfortable, which I don't normally do. Baby, I'm a people pleaser. I wanna look good for the children when I arrive. But I was like, no, I wanna wear a cardigan. I wanna wear my comfy jeans and I just wanna wear my little top. And that's what I did. And I felt great. I got on that train. I went straight to King's Cross. I got to Central St. Martins and I met the girls. So this cast that was walking the runway, we were all trans, which was so, so cool. Hiring a whole trans cast with a trans designer is such a moment and it was so incredible. So me and the girls, we had a little chat and we got given our wristbands outside the door. Mm-hmm. VIPs. Oh, I was living. You know me, of course. I was like, oh yeah, VIP. I'm currently raising my wrist, looking at my wrist. VIP. I was showing my wristband to the security. They were over it. You know, they were checking in hundreds of people throughout the day, but I was like, oh, I'm the one. Check the VIP wristband. I'm here for the meet and greet. You know, that was me. Anyway, we got straight in because the show was at 12 on Tuesday. So we only had like four hours to get ready. And if you think about it, the cast was like six people. To get six people in hair and makeup and dressed, it was kind of like a bit of a challenge. We got into hair and makeup and for reference, the hair and makeup was very like glamorously getting dragged through a hedge. I think that's a nice way of putting it. Like the hair was like slightly messy, but also very controlled. I had extensions in my hair that were blue and greeny, yellowy, almost very flounder-esque from The Little Mermaid, which we will be talking about later on. So keep in tune. And also the makeup was very smudgy, siren eyes, some may say. Oh my gosh, the makeup artist did the, my, my like waterline, but then also did my lash line. In, oh, tears. The tears that were falling down my face from doing that because it was almost like a, you know, like a pen liner that was in my eyeball. And I just didn't, I didn't appreciate it. I'm going to be real. I was like, oh, what is going on right now? It was crazy. So after I'd done my hair and my makeup, we put my shoes on. Now these shoes were like, they were like vintage shoes that the designer had customized, I guess. And they had put like laces on them so that they looked like really dainty and slay. And they were a size eight, which I have realized that I'm a size eight in shoes. I always thought that I was a size nine, size 10. Here I am, feminine dainty little feet at a size eight. Oh, I love it. And also a vintage size eight, let's be clear. Also the heel was like a, a sexy little two incher, which was really fun to walk in because it was just easy, you know? I tried on the heels and I did my little one, two step in them just to practice. And then the bottom of the shoe fell off. Not the heel, like the, the whole bottom layer of the shoe. And I was like, oh yeah, no, that's not meant to happen. So then we kind of went into a bit of a frenzy and a panic trying to like get glue and sticking it back on my foot. Anyway, it all kind of worked together. And then I put on my dress. Now my dress, I would recommend you go over to my Instagram at kit.costello to see my dress because explaining it doesn't really make too much sense. Okay, so it was like a really beautiful corset in the back that, oh, I love wearing a corset. Let me be honest, snatched. Oh, I was saying like tighter, bitch, pull it tighter. I don't want to, I don't want to breathe that easily. And the dress was like a blue to orange, like a very sunset vibe. And it went all the way down to my ankles and it was just like very fitting and beautiful. I mean, it was fitted 
to me because I went for several fittings for this dress and I did feel really pretty in it. I'm not gonna lie, I felt really pretty in the dress. And we also had this like jewelry that went all over my body that was like gold leaves and were they made out of metal? Yeah. Were they digging into my skin while I was walking down the runway? Yes, the fuck they were. Did I complain? No. Could have I? Yeah, I probably should have. I should have said, hey, this is actually cutting into the third layer of my skin. Am I about to get an infection? Should we move it? But there I am, a people pleaser. Let's cut to actually walk into the runway. So the runway, like I said, was at 12 on Tuesday. Now, like I said, this was the friends and family. So every single person that was doing this show had like graduated from Central St. Martins. I don't really know how it works. I'm going to be real. Don't ask me, bestie. But this was like everyone. So the queue to get onto the runway, you guys... It was so long. It was like an hour and a half show, maybe two hours. It was crazy. And the queue to get on the runway was like all the way up the stairs, through corridors. It was crazy. And we were like right at the back, of course. But we didn't even get to practice our walk. And normally I like to just to see where the seats are and just to kind of expect how many people are going to be there. And I didn't get to have this, okay? So before I step onto the runway, I start to hear little murmurs. I start to hear a lot of people and I'm thinking, oh, are we in Wembley Stadium right now? What's going on? I walk out onto the runway. There are hundreds and hundreds of people there. Not only in the seats each floor has a balcony that looks onto this part of the school that was the runway so there were hundreds of people on each layer and then there were hundreds of people in the seats so there were like maybe 400 500 people looking at me walk kind of on a tangent kind of not i didn't feel too confident on this walk because i hadn't walked runway you know in a while I was walking and, you know, I was doubting myself a little bit. But yesterday, funnily enough, I got sent an image from the hairstylist from that runway. And you guys, I think it's like the best I've ever looked on the runway. I don't know. Like, I felt so beautiful. Like, after looking at this image, I was I was gagged. I, I'm not joking. I gagged at the photo of myself last night at quarter to ten. I'm not like a narcissistic, conceited person, but... I was very like, oh my gosh, I really look pretty. Anyway, walked that runway. We finished at about half one and I went home. I wasn't confirmed for the Thursday show, which was, like I said, the press show. The two shows back to back. And I did ask the designer last minute. I was like, hey, do we have any word on this? And they said, no, but if I get confirmed, it will probably only be one model because they've got to narrow down all of these designers. So it's more of a palatable show for press. So it's only like 50 minutes rather than like two and a half pissing hours. Wednesday rolls around and I've just gotten out of the gym. I've just done my little run. You know how it is girls. And I get a little DM and the designer says to all the, the models, all the ladies, she says, hey, we've all been booked for Friday. The whole collection got picked up, which was honestly such an achievement for that designer. Really, really cool. Going into this on Thursday, I thought I was only doing the 3 p.m. show because that's kind of what I was told. I'm going to be honest. I was told that I was doing the 3 p.m. show. Now, on Thursday, the call time was 10. 10 o'clock. And I was like, oh, cutesy. I get a little, maybe a little bit of a lie-in until like, you know, seven. Naturally, I woke up at like quarter to five in the pissing morning for no reason. Like my sleep schedule is so bad at the moment. And I don't know what's going on with her. I'm hoping that she's just going to chill out a bit. I need to get my sleep. I need to get the rest. Anyway, I get to the train station and it's maybe about half nine. It takes about 20 minutes to get into King's Cross. Oh, I had plenty of time. I had an abundance of time. Then back to back, two of my trains got cancelled. Oh, Ah, see, now that's funny because now it's 11 o'clock and I'm still not at Central St. Martin's when my call time was 10 o'clock and I'm meant to be walking a runway at three o'clock. Oh yeah, the children are screaming. So I had to get a train to Finsbury Park. Then I had to get the underground 
to King's Cross. And it was just kind of jarring. I hate the underground. You guys, I've kind of come up with this passion of like, just no, this kind of storyline almost of just like not liking London anymore. I do feel a London renaissance coming now that summer's coming about. I'm very much in my hate campaign for London and I don't really know why. So there I was. I arrived late to Central St. Martins and I had to wait outside. Oh my gosh, I had to wait outside because I didn't have a wristband this day. And I had no 4G on my phone. You guys, it was a crisis, a PR disaster. I'm not in. I need to get ready. I'm waiting outside, but then the unthinkable happens. A kittenator walks by. Oh my gosh, I follow you on TikTok. I start screaming. I say, excuse me? Excuse him what? They're like, oh my gosh, I knew I recognized you from somewhere. I follow you on TikTok. You're such a legend. I was like, oh my God, oh, this is crazy. So that kind of lightened my moods and, you know, had a little interaction with the kittenator. It was great. Got my wristband and I got into the hair and makeup, straight into makeup. And it was somewhat the same makeup, but different hair. The hair was scraped back. Whereas in the first runway that I did on Tuesday, my hair was like, just sent apart down the middle. I think I quite like the second hair look because it was scraped back with like two little bits dangling at the front, which was really cute and fun. Now I was about an hour into hair and makeup and I was just sitting down with the girls, with the cast. And I think I expressed something along the lines of, oh, isn't it so nice that we just get to do the 3 p.m. show and then we just get to go home and it's going to be a nice little afternoon. And they laugh. And I say, okay, what are we laughing at, dolls? And they say, no, we're doing the 7 p.m. show as well. Oh, I'm screaming. I said, wait, hold up. Wait a minute. We're doing the 7 p.m. show as well as the 3 p.m. What's going on? I get confirmation that we're not only doing one show, we're doing two shows back to back. Oh, I'm screaming. Before getting into my dress, I put on my shoes and then we're straight down and we do a practice runway, which is incredible because this runway, oh, we needed a practice of it. It wasn't just like a little straight up and down one, two step. It was one of those runways where you cross over, you walk in front of people, you walk behind people. What are we doing? Can we not just like vibe? And me being me, naturally, I'm overthinking everything. I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Like, I'm going to bump into someone. Someone's going to bump into me. I'm going to slip on the runway. Like, I can never just like, why can't I just walk? Anyway, then the 3 p.m. show comes about. Bless up Central St. Martins, but my God, you guys need to get it together with the organization. I'm going to be honest. Like, let me just speak my truth on my own podcast. It's just a little bit disorganized. As, uh, ever so slightly, maybe the children were running late a bit. I don't know, but get it together because there I am standing in a pair of heels, a corset, hair and makeup done, and we're 20 minutes over. What are we doing? Like, let's just get onto the runway. I don't know if I've said this, but my costume had lights in it. For the first show that I did on Tuesday, the lights went pretty well. On Thursday, this is the 3 p.m. show, I was thinking, okay, everything's in order. I'm just about to walk into the runway. Let me get my designer to turn on the lights. The lights turn on, they turn off. Oh, everyone's screaming around me. Everyone's pushing me to go out onto the runway. The designer's quite literally in my dress trying to turn on the pack that meant to turn on the light. The lights don't turn on. Everyone's having a frenzy. I'm told to go on the, uh, well, well, I, I can't even speak. I'm told to go on the runway without the lights on. This is a PR disaster, children. Like I'm now on the runway. My dress isn't like on, but I'm just serving. It's what you have to do. Throughout the whole process of waiting to go on the runway, I was so nervous, you guys. I was like, I'm going to fuck this up. And I don't know why I have that. It's that imposter syndrome that kicks in. I'm like, I'm going to fuck this up. It's going to be me that ruins this, blah, 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 blah. Ultimately, it was fine. Of course, it was so easy. You just did like a pissing diagonal walk. Like how hard could it be, you know? But anyway, we did the 3 p.m. show. Then we had to wait for the 7. I had to get out of there. You guys, it's so intense. Everyone there is hot. Everyone there is hot. What are we doing? Let's go home. I can't stand it. 
I can't stand being around hot people. It's intense. Not only you're surrounded by models, you're surrounded by like hot men who are artists and they are not the kind of men that you want to be in a relationship with. They're just, you know, toxic maybe so i wanted to escape i went to space and k i got the lynette is it the lineage lip balm lip mask it's incredible i have it on right now I got the flavor sweet candy. I am a child. When it comes to fragrances and flavors, I'm gonna be getting the most like disgusting, sickly sweet scent or flavor. Anyway, we had our little break. We had our little snacks. And then we had to get straight back into touch-ups, hair and makeup, because my gosh, I looked awful. I'm gonna be honest. I purposefully got straight back into my look so that I could then just get straight back into hair and makeup so that I'd be the first done and just ready. Professional diva. As I was getting ready in the mirror, another kittenator recognizes the diva. Hey, I follow you on TikTok. Love your videos. Oh, I started screaming. I was like, bestie. They were a model. We were having a little, a little chat. If you're listening to the podcast, thank you so much for coming up to me. I appreciate it highly. But anyway, we're walking the runway. Once again, we get into the line and this time it's slightly more how you say put together. The 7 p.m. show was live streamed on all social medias. This is the one where like most of the press is. It's like ID, dazed, they're all there. Backstage, there's just like random people taking photos of you. And you're like, where is this going? I actually asked someone, I was like, who are you taking photos for? And they were like, oh, Days Magazine. And I was like, oh, take it again. I didn't pose correctly. What are we doing? So we're backstage and we're watching the live stream on the laptop while we're in the lineup. Yeah, we just walked the runway again. And it was kind of just the same as the 3 p.m. show. Anyway, we finished up, took off all the makeup, did my hair, got back into my outfit and I went home. But before I went home, I went to you know, get a few sweet treats and go, I got ice cream. I got mint choc chip, vegan ice cream from Tesco's, Wicked Kitchen. Oh, and you know when something just hits the spot? This ice cream was so beautiful. I ate it all. And I did that thing where, you know, you know, you like kind of almost whisk the ice cream so it turns really soft. I did that. Ugh. It just capped off a beautiful day. But those are my experiences of walking runway last week. It was very intense, quite a lot of work and very tiring and draining. Like the next day I woke up with like bruises and aches and pains all over my back and my legs because I've been, you know, wearing high heels and a corset for like 12 hours. That happened Thursday and on Friday, oh, Friday was a day of nostalgia. Friday was a day of slay. Friday was a day for the girls. Friday was the day I went to see The Little Mermaid. Live action, Halle Bailey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, let's take a moment. I haven't been to the cinema in a while. I haven't been to like a cinema, like a, a commercialized cinema, like Cineworld. The last time I went was to see The Greatest Showman. And that was like, what, end of 2018? So it's been a while. Like that's a long, that's like five years almost. And my God, it was so nostalgic. I walked into the Cineworld and nothing hits like the smell of a cinema. Not that like it smells nice, but just like that nostalgia. Oh my goodness. It like it hit me like a punch in the face. I'm such a planner. Before I even went to the cinema, like days beforehand, I was planning what I was going to get to eat, what to drink. So I could just like get my food and go in. And I went on Friday, the day of opening. This is the first time I've ever been to like opening day cinema. I've never done that before, but I will for Halle Bailey. That's my bestie. Anyway, what did you get? What was the food? What was the drinks? What did you get bestie? Oh, let me tell you. I wanted to get stuff that was nostalgic. I got a medium bag of mixed popcorn. Beautiful, stunning, loved it. And then I also got pick and mix. Oh, you don't know about pick and mix. I don't think pick and mix is like a world renowned thing. I think it may just be like a UK thing, but you need to picture it like a sweet shop, just like a wall of sweets and you get to pick what goes in the bag. Are the sweets maybe slightly stale? Yeah. 
maybe i don't know i haven't had pick a mix in years then i had it and i was like oh yeah maybe maybe there's a reason only children have this because i can't really tell what's stale and what's not i really went for nostalgia's sake i wanted to get the sweets that i had as a child now reminder i'm dairy free and not by choice like some of you children are but this one time i was like i'm gonna have these sweets because i don't have these at all anymore i haven't had chocolate real chocolate in years and years and years you guys i was really going into my nostalgia buzz i was i got the little you know the white chocolate with like the hundreds and thousands on top the little white chocolate circles i got those i got fudge i think they were the only ones with like chocolate in them or like milk whatever then i got these like rainbow gummies they were all vegetarian i didn't i didn't break my vegetarianism that is not something i'm willing to do i'm not about to eat a dead pig in a sweet bestie it's not my vibe you know oh i had little bonbons jelly beans of course which by the way i don't fuck with the jelly belly jelly beans mm, you know the brand jelly belly i don't know her she's not my friend uh, sorry sorry i just like the little sainsbury's own See, I'm a simple girl. Sainsbury's, Tesco's own, M&S own. If you're feeling even fancier, go ahead. I don't need the jelly belly. They do too much. Hey, do you want this mustard flavored jelly bean? Absolutely pissing not. I just want sugar. That's all I want. See, now I was looking forward to a Tango Ice Blast, but Miss Cineworld, they don't do them anymore. They do ices. Fun. They taste the exact same. I'm going to be real. And it was great. Oh my gosh. And I go into the theater. Okay. IMAX theater. Beautiful. Very big. Spacious. And I realized I'd accidentally booked the ticket for the very front of the cinema. Whereas I thought that I'd booked it for the very back. And I was a bit of a naughty girl. And I just went to the back and I sat down. I was just going to count my blessings and hope that no one tried to sit in my seat. As I walked in, there was a group of three women middle-aged women just sitting down and i was like you know what ladies you get it you better work in the straight in the middle like i said this was like a school day so there was really no one that was going to be in an imax theater because imax theater is so expensive 20 pound for a ticket what are we doing but a couple of kids did come in and one of the kids was cute in the sense that like it was dancing with its mom when you know under the sea came on and you know i can tolerate that i think it's really sweet and they're making little memories but this one pissing child and I am going to talk about it. Bless its heart. Because I understand. I know this is a kid's film. But if your kid is running around the cinema, I'm going to get mad. I'm going to get mad running in front of us. The sad part of the film is on sit down. Obviously, this kid had just had too many sweets. And it was just hyper. But like also etiquette. Theater etiquette. Get into your seat and sit down. If your kid can't do that, take them the fuck out. Sorry. Take them out of the cinema. <laughs> Don't. Yeah, don't take them out in any other way. No, take them out of the cinema. But yeah, the film was so good. Obviously, Hallie's voice is beautiful and the acting was great and the effects were good. I think there were a couple of times that the effects I did kind of... I was kind of... I was pulled out of the suspension of disbelief. At the beginning, I found the effects slightly jarring on the hair underwater. Not Hallie's hair, funnily enough. Only the hair of, like, her sisters. Maybe they didn't spend as much time on the sisters' hair as much, of, as, much as Hallie's. By the end... Everything was like very seamless and beautiful. It's looking like a billion dollar box office hit to me, bestie. But that is what went on in my past week. Been kind of packed, kind of busy. Let's be clear. Like it has um, booked and busy, booked and blessed. Let's get into the making of Self-Interrupted. I first had the idea to do a solo podcast in about October 2022. Okay, so this has kind of been in the, it had been in the thought process for a while. Because if you think about it, I announced Self-Interrupted in January. So what's that like? October, November, December, January. Three months. 
three months. Like that's a while. I was doing, you know, I'm still doing TikTok and I was doing modeling videos and everyone was asking me to do YouTube and longer formed content. And I was thinking, you know what? The initial idea for this podcast, I was gonna do, this is crazy. Okay, I was gonna do a limited series on just modeling. And it was gonna be like eight episodes, which is crazy looking back that this podcast was only gonna be eight episodes and it was gonna be specifically about modeling. And it wasn't gonna be called Self-Interrupted. It was gonna be called Kit Can Be Interesting, the podcast. I'm currently looking at myself in the mirror like, bitch, what the, what were you doing? Like that is so uncreative, unfulfilling and just boring. After I had the idea of like initially just doing a limited series of podcasting, which it was actually kind of a good idea. Okay, and I kind of do wanna do it in the future. Every episode was gonna be like a different step to becoming a supermodel. And I do wanna do something like that in the future. So definitely, you know, keep your eyes peeled. But I kind of came to this almost like a bit of a crisis because I realized really quickly as I was kind of, you know, practicing, practicing doing little podcast episodes, I quickly realized that I much prefer just talking. I don't like the idea of just being known as a model coach. I wanna be more rounded than that. I started thinking about the idea of doing just one season about modeling specifically, and then the rest of the seasons would be you know, ultimately what self-interrupted is, which again, looking back, is really funny because it's such a bad business idea. Get like a whole audience in for one thing and then give it to them and then expect them to stay for the stuff that you wanna do. That was like kind of where it started crumbling. This idea that I had that was, it had so many peaks and valleys. It was like, okay, I'm gonna do a limited model series, but I don't really wanna do that anymore because I don't wanna be just known as like a model coach. So now I'm gonna do a model series that then turns into a lifestyle kind of like chatty series. But I can't do that because that's really bad for business and like that wouldn't make sense. So now I don't know what to do and I don't know if I should even do a podcast because I don't think anyone's gonna be interested in me just talking. So then I think I kind of came to the decision of just doing the limited series. And these are the names that I came up with for the modeling podcast. So initially it was gonna be called Kit Can Be Interesting, the podcast, because my TikTok username was Kit Can Be Interesting. It's now just Kit Costello. And then I was like, okay, no, it can't be that. So then I was gonna call it Model Mouth, which I don't know about that, guys. I don't know. That just sounds a little too sexual. Like maybe I'm just sexualizing it, but Model Mouth? No. Moving on, Model Maker? Model Maker. No, no, I'm not God. You know, what are we doing? And then it was gonna be called Future Star. And that's when I just decided to stop. I said, no, we're gonna scrap this and move on. And I think around like November time, I realized that I did not wanna do a model podcast at all if it meant that I couldn't do like a chatty podcast. And you know, that's like a month of like pondering this. And there was something in me telling me to do it because I'd already told my friends that I was gonna do this model podcast and they kind of gassed me up in the way of saying like, you know, you're really good at chatting and I'd listen to it, etc. And then, you know, I was very much back to square one, Emma Bradley. I was like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And then I just trusted my gut. I said, bestie, if you're gonna do it, you better do it your own way. So then in December, I just decided, I was like, I'm just gonna do a chatty podcast. And if the children listen, the children listen. And just like on a bit of a tangent, on a side note, this is why I say every episode, thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for coming back because I genuinely went into this process thinking that no one would listen. I thought that maybe my friends would and each episode would maybe get like two or three listens. I'm serious. So for this podcast to be charting in multiple countries, for you guys to be sharing it on your stories, for you guys to just be telling your friends about it. I really mean it every time I say it. I really, really appreciate it. You're listening to this now. I really appreciate you for 
like spending your time with me and listening to this podcast. It really means a lot. Like I said, in December, I was like, bestie, you're going to do a chatty podcast. Now let's build a universe around this. How are we going to promote this in a Kit Costello way? How are we going to make this you? So we had to think about names. Oh, yeah. Now I have a list. Of, oh, I have a list of names here that, oh, it's something. It's something. Let's get into it. Okay, so the way I was coming up with names was by going onto Spotify and this is actually kind of a genius inspiration tank, okay? That's such a weird way. An inspiration tank? What the fuck? No, like an inspiration generator. So I would go onto Spotify, create a new playlist. And when you create a playlist on Spotify, it comes up with suggestions of songs that you should put into your playlist. And I would just go onto the suggestions that Spotify had and I'd refresh them. And once I had a word that inspired me, I'd write it down. Or if there was a title that inspired me, I'd write it down. And there are a couple of names here that I got from that way of being inspired. For example, liability. I was going to call this podcast Liability by Lord. Not by Lord. I was just going to call it Liability. But the song I got inspired by was Liability Lord Melodrama. Yeah, imagine. Hey guys, welcome back to Liability with Kit Costello. You know what? It actually isn't that bad. Like it isn't. I feel, I feel like it's kind of like a self-deprecating title. But I feel like I could get something out of that. Then I was going to call it... No, I wasn't going to call it... Okay, I, was, I, I got inspired by this name, Pancakes for Breakfast, which is a Lizzie McAlpine song. But I was going to call it... No, 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 no. Lizzie McAlpine's song is called Pancakes for Dinner. And I was going to call my podcast Tofu for Breakfast. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Stop laughing, okay? I was deeply in the trenches because you guys need to understand, I randomly had this like impulsive thought at like 11 o'clock at night, one random night that I needed to come up with the podcast name. And I really feel like the stars aligned that night because it's the night I came up with Self-Interrupted as a title. If I didn't, just sit and think. I don't think I ever would have come to self-interrupted as a title. So everything's meant to be. The stars really did align that night. So those are the two names I got from Song Inspiration. And Tofu for Breakfast is a standout for me. I mean, listen, Tofu for Breakfast, who doesn't want to listen to that podcast? I don't know. Hey guys, welcome back to Tofu for Breakfast with Kit Costa. Oh, I would have been embarrassed. Oh, I would have been embarrassed. Like, what the fuck would I even... Like, what would have been the cover art for that? Me sitting at a table eating a block of tofu? What are we doing? Another podcast title I was going to have was Now I've Got to Think, which I don't know. I don't really like podcast titles that have like the I've and the me and the myself. Do you know what I mean? I really don't like those. I feel like it's very like cringy. The last one that I got to before, well, the last one I have written down here, I had honestly, you guys, tens and tens and tens of names. But this next one was like one of the ones where I was like, oh, should I? And it's growing my hair out. I don't know. I don't know. Looking back, obviously, like, I can't imagine calling this podcast growing my hair out. But I kind of found it funny in a way. And I think the tagline was going to be like, hey, guys, welcome back to growing my hair out, the podcast where I talk while my hair is growing. Which, I don't know, it's kind of stupid, but also kind of genius. Like, you know, as you're sitting down, my hair's growing right now. So the more I talk, the more my hair is growing. And it kind of just made sense. And obviously the podcast cover art for that would be absolutely beautiful. But ultimately looking back at that title, it just makes no sense. And it just doesn't align with what self-interrupted is as an entity. And then magic happened. You know, the stars aligned even more for me. This title came into my head, interrupting myself. And I was like, oh, 
oh, what's her story? I need to know more. I remember I kind of like put it into the drafts. I was like, okay. And it's now about 12 o'clock at night. I'm now delirious. I had interrupting myself on my notes app on my phone. And I was like, no, this is the one. Like, I really believe in it. So I deleted all of the names except for that one. And I was like, I really want to work and refine on this. Cause like I said, I didn't like the word like me, myself, I, like us, like I hate that in a podcast name. So I was like, how can I make this less, like almost less personal in a way? I then came up with self-interrupting and I was like, oh, we're getting somewhere. That's good, that's good. And then self-interruption was the next one. And that was one that I was gonna go with. This podcast was gonna be called self-interruption for a while until the last minute before I went to bed, I was like, huh. What about self-interrupted? Because bitch, I'm always just interrupting myself. And obviously the first thing I did, I looked up everywhere. If someone has a podcast called Self-Interrupted, a movie, a TV show, music, etc. nothing. I was like, oh my gosh, an original idea from Kit Costello. This is crazy. This is insane. The amount of anxiety that I had that someone was going to come up with a podcast called Self-Interrupted. I came up with this idea in December, like the beginning of December. And I knew, I knew obviously I wasn't going to release a podcast at the end of December for marketing purposes, because I'm a business girl at the end of the day, let's be clear, it needs to start in January so that the children are like, oh, it's a new year. I want a new podcast to listen to. Oh, let me try out Kit's podcast. I'm like, I'm a fucking marketing genius. Like I really am. So that month was just insane. I was so nervous that someone was going to steal my podcast, not even steal it, but just come up with the same name, which now looking back, this is such a niche podcast name, like self-interrupted. It doesn't necessarily make sense. And I remember looking up, does self-interrupted make sense? Is this English? And I don't even know to this day if it does. And that's how I ultimately came up with the name for self-interrupted. And I just think it's really interesting and cool. Now the next challenge for the podcast was coming up with the artwork. And I knew deep in my soul that this artwork had to be show-stopping and it just had to be perfect. And I wanted it to really like capture what I wanted Self-Interrupted to initially be. And I really believe that the cover art for Self-Interrupted season one is perfect for season one. I found an artist on Instagram who I had been following for years because they have done a lot of fan art for shows that I love. Their name on Instagram is Max underscore E underscore illustrates. And they have such a unique style. I didn't want something that necessarily looked exactly like me, like picture perfect. I wanted it to have somewhat of like a kooky little twist. And I really think that it's like a perfect marriage of looking like me, looking like this character, somewhat of this supermodel Kit Costello, and then also Max's twist on it. And I'd really recommend looking at their Instagram and just getting inspired. It's really, really fun. And I came up with the design and the concept myself. And ultimately I wanted the mood for the cover art to be like, I've just gotten back from a shoot, just like fallen onto my bed and the microphone and the laptop happens to be there and I'm just speaking into it. I really think that's been captured. Like I said, I'm so indecisive the whole time. Like as soon as I sent it off to Max, I was like, I don't know if this is right. Maybe the feathers on the glove should be white. And throughout the whole process, Max was so patient and just sending me back versions. And we were like tweaking it like throughout the what couple of weeks where they were drawing it and then it came to the logo now the logo was the most stressful thing for me i'm pretty sure i just kind of said to max kind of do what you want i gave them a rough idea i wanted it to be kind of chaotic because i didn't know what self-interrupted was going to be like i knew that it was going to be chaotic because i didn't know what i was doing so i wanted the logo to kind of emulate that so i wanted each kind of individual 
letter to be its own personality, which I really, really like. The logo for season one is just like so perfect and it just makes so much sense. I think it just perfectly captured what I wanted it to. And I'm like so thankful to Max for creating such an incredible cover art that I'll have, you know, forever. And I'm gonna get it printed and gonna hang it up in my office and it's gonna be really, really cool. And I'm gonna do the same for season two. And I'm really excited for you guys to see the season two cover art. Now, the final piece of this puzzle was promoting the podcast. Before this podcast came out, I feel like I was very much almost like a tortoise, bitch. I was in my little shell. I only showed the children on social media what I wanted them to show. But I knew that as soon as I put out a podcast, it would be like, I don't know, letting people into my life a little bit. You know, I don't say everything on this podcast, but I say more than a picture says on my Instagram. I knew that I wanted to promote it in like kind of a fun way and I wanted to do a photo shoot. So I went to my friend Emma's and we took a few photos and that was like the initial almost like promotion for this podcast I posted the photo of me holding the microphone with the glove and like almost like the behind the scenes photo which was like a complete outtake but I think it was one of the best photos of the bunch and then you'd swipe and then there was like an animation of the cover um with the logo coming up with the intro song as well and oh my gosh I remember I posted that and everyone shared it to their stories I didn't expect that much support and I really really appreciate it now we're here We've done the first season of the podcast, which is crazy. I really just want to thank you all for coming back every episode, for getting this podcast on the charts. I cannot believe that we have charted in tens and tens of countries and we're still on the charts. I mean, like I said, we literally, we've charted in the UK again and it's just really cool. And I really appreciate the support this podcast has got. Thank you so much for listening to season one. Season two will be out pretty soon. Not crazy soon. I'm going to give myself a bit of a break because podcasting, as much as I love it, it can take a while and it can be quite a lot of pressure thinking of a topic and um, editing as well takes hours and hours and hours. I think I'm going to enjoy my summer and then I'll come back to you with all my stories of summer. And um, yeah, I really, really appreciate all of your support for Self Interrupted's first season. And I really hope that you will come back to season two. I will keep you all posted on my social medias, which are at kit.costello. But yeah, I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode and this season of Self Interrupted. If you have, please make sure to rate it on any streaming platform that you are listening to this podcast on. Like I said, you can follow me on social media at kit.costello. You can send in your questions and your story times for season two of Self Interrupted on my website, kitcanbeinteresting.com under the podcast tab. I'm smiling so much right now. I can't believe that we're ending season one. It's crazy. And I think that's it, right? I hope you have an incredible week and an incredible couple of months while I'm not uploading the podcast. I hope you go back and listen to some of your favorite episodes. But other than that, I'm sending you so much love. As always, Kit. <laughs>